And good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, not only do we have a panel of absolute rock stars, we have a ridiculous amount of news to get into. I mean, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, did I put on the screen for you, everyone, if just in case you missed it, the 21 minutes of footage for Redfall. Uh, this comes the way of QuakeCon, and man, this game is looking so good that I would dare say it's going to be a game of the year contender. Uh, I think that I, I think there are a lot of people who are downplaying this game, uh, and I think this is going to be a monster hit for Arcane, for Bethesda, and of course Xbox. Uh, we're also going to be talking about folks Redemption. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It was announced this morning by not only 505 Games, not only Kojima himself, but it was also announced by Xbox that, yes, as I had said earlier in the week, Death Stranding has officially launched onto Xbox Game Pass for PC. Uh, it is official. That is coming on the 23rd. Aaron Greenberg posted a tweet. You know, Aaron Greenberg being uh, somewhat messy sometimes, which we know we love about Aaron. He put it out there on the socials. We're going to be talking about that. And uh, the name of the of one of the bigger topics is WTF Embracer Group Plus. Because holy shit, ladies and gentlemen, they have taken over the universe. If you thought that the ABK deal was big, if you thought 34 studios for Xbox Game Studios was considered to be, you know, cornering the market or, you know, boxing out the competition, ladies and gentlemen... Embracer Group now owns 120 video game studios. Like, what the F? But we're going to get into that momentarily. We're going to keep you entertained for two hours. First, I just want to say a big thank you to the community that reached out to me. Uh, if, you, if you know, I had to cancel my show yesterday. My mom is in the hospital. She is stable today, and we will see what is going to go on. Uh, but thank you for all the well wishes and uh, the heartfelt uh, messages that I, I have received. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, but let's get into the introductions as they are mowing. I hope hopefully no one, no one hears that they're mowing the grass outside my my window here. Uh, we have a guest today that, that was on this show, moved over to the Wednesday show, and is making his guest appearance. Uh, Crispy Bomb, what's up, dude? Oh, what's going on, Boom? Uh, shout out to you, and I uh, hope your mom is all good. I didn't even know, so I just heard that right there. But, Thank you, brother. Yeah. Definitely appreciate that. Um, and we, uh, I mean, does Boom have to, you know, can we give him his flowers, please, people? Like, you know, he went, he ran with this topic, and I thought it was logical. Everybody thought it was logical, except a very few. So, Boom, good, good on you for uh, running with that Death Stranding topic, and now you look like the smartest man in the room. <laughs> well, again, I mean, look, I'll put it this way. When I tweet something out there, it gets likes, right? Which is which is great because like I, I nothing is guaranteed. Uh I get comments and usually I, I write back and we have a conversation. That's awesome. This particular tweet not only had almost four hundred likes, which is shocking for me, but it was the comments that I had to stop answering because a lot of them were really like nasty, like straight up fanboy rhetoric, uh finger pointing some cursing uh when you see if when you see there's 57 comments on a post that simply just is advertising the show that we're going to have wednesday night you know I got, I got called a liar i got i got people quote tweeting me saying i don't use um uh clickbait 
that I that that the whole show was a clickbait show. It turns out, folks, that I went I took, went with my gut. I you know a couple of people in the industry that I trust made a comment about it coming. I went with it, and like I said, I would have gladly taken the L if it would have been if it would have happened. But guess what? It didn't. And uh, even though I'm disappointed, folks, that it's not on. Uh, uh, Xbox Series X and S, which I think is a missed opportunity. I understand why it's locked behind PC uh, because 505 Games did do that. Uh, and uh, we're going to get into that topic. Actually, we're going to open up the, uh, the show with that topic. But yeah, I, I appreciate that, Crispy. Uh, I don't really need the flowers. I just want people to go and check out uh, Dirt Griggity and King David just explode on the scene along with yourself and the rest of the primetime gaming crew from Wednesday. If you missed that show, Wow, what a freaking amazing two hours. It's up for video on demand. Go check that out. I mean, first of all, it was Dirk Riggity's uh, uh, debut appearance on Primetime Gaming. First time I got a chance to work with him. And King David, well, King David delivered. King Crocs David, I should say, delivered. Um, but listen, uh, Dreadpool, how you feeling, brother? Welcome back. Uh, yes, I'm feeling great. Uh, again, you know. You know, we feel bad for anybody's family. So, you know, we were concerned for you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Appreciate so, it very you know. much. Uh, but, yeah, you know, when, when you when you see something, you go by your gut because you honestly think it out. You know, you got to get your credit, you know. But you're also the bigger man when you um, screw up and you take the L. You know, you oh, say, of hey, course. you know what? Yeah, you I have went to, you this have way be, and uh, I thought I was right and I, I wasn't. Yeah, it know? happens, dude. It, it, happens. Just, it happens. But that's the thing, you know. Some people just can't understand that, you know, you just got to you throw it out there and you take what comes back. You know, if it's good or bad, you got to man up and, and just, be, you know, be honest about it. You know, and when you're not, that's when people don't trust you. And I don't understand how these people are still getting this attention when they've been proven over time and time again that they're not trustworthy. You know, ah, indeed. Good stuff. So, but yes, that. I'm happy to see everybody in the chat. Um, my breakfast. Yes, uh, what is your breakfast today? So I had today, I had an English muffin with a coffee. Today was uh <laughs> cold pizza. I was trying to warm it up, but I was like, I ain't got time for this. So just a cold pepperoni pizza. There's nothing wrong with cold pepperoni pizza, dude. It's great. Yeah. It actually has a it's, it's a there's a certain flavor that goes with cold pizza that right? it, it that it's different just from when it's warm. It's it's, it's yeah, something. It's just it's, something. There's something there. But I'm happy to see that uh Tater Todd is back again. Yes. So welcome back uh, for today as a special Indeed. guest. Indeed. French fried, French fried taters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. That's good stuff. Well, listen, it's great to have you here, brother. We got a lot to get into. Uh, Web Dave, my brother. Listen, folks, <laughs> let's let's wish Web Dave and his family a quick recovery. He has COVID. He just came back from his vacation and he's under the weather, but he's still in the chair for your entertainment. Man, how the heck are you feeling? I'm, you know, I'm here. I'm a little, little weak, but you know, we're gonna, we're gonna continue on. Even had a interview last night, so that was fantastic. That'll, that'll air on Monday, but and and, man, and, and a, that's gonna be going live Monday, chat. right? Yeah, that'll go up Monday. Excellent. Yeah, what a great chat, and it's so good seeing Kaysante in there. Kaysante and Chad, he may want to join us on a panel today, especially when we go Embracer Group mode. Oh, it's gonna oh, be awesome yes. talk that, today. That's, that, that's his dream. Xbox X mm. Embracer Group in 2023 <laughs> yeah, let's make our signs now let's go i love it well listen dude it's great to have you here uh Thanks, and sir. of course um, uh, mrs boom and i wish you and your entire family a, a fast recovery because trust me we know it whooped our ass cowboy style and we're still not right it's just it's just 
it is what it is, but yep. hopefully you get better. And the best driver in the business. In fact, if we, we were running from vampires, like you see on your screen, we would have Fuzzy at the wheel. Fuzzy, what's going on, brother? <laughs> How you feeling? Um, I'm doing great. Glad to be here with all you guys and everyone in the chat. Uh, hope everybody gets a has a quick recovery with, uh, for your family and, and uh, Web Dave and for uh, your mom. Uh, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but man, as far as gaming news, this is this has been a week. Uh, it it, <laughs> so, it has been a week, and well, you know what? Let's let's get into um, let's open up with Redfall. Yeah, and the reason why I want to do that is because you see this on the screen. This this what you're watching in front of you. There's no sound for obvious reasons because you know we're podcasting. But what you're going to see in front of you for the first 21 minutes of the show is uh, the Welcome to Redfall uh, video that was put up there uh, at QuakeCon 2022 yesterday. Um, and obviously, you know, there are there, if, if you missed it, if you, if you missed out on it, uh, I highly recommend you go check it out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this, this what, what I was, and we got a chance to listen to the developers, which is always awesome. Uh, we also got a chance to, uh, see some footage that we have seen before, but what we what we what we didn't know what we were getting was some of the breakdown of the weapons and some never before seen footage. And I got to tell you, folks, the more and I see of Redfall, the more I have come to the realization that this is going to potentially be a game of the year contender. Once again, delivered by Arcane. Um, Arcane has a pedigree that is just banger after banger after banger and being that this is going to be their fifth game uh you know and this is coming this is coming off of death loop which is uh, apparently going to be launching this year after i think it's september something i think it, it, we, we should get some information uh supposedly it's launching this is the rumor uh again i could be 100 percent wrong and that would be great to get that into Xbox Game Pass because it's one of it'd be one of the few highlights for this year for first party. Even though PlayStation had it last year, and I bought it for PlayStation, I played about a quarter way through, and I really just wanted to to wait for Xbox, and hopefully it does come out this year. But this is going to be their fifth game, and moving forward, this is you know we know that all of their games are going to be exclusive to Xbox and dropping into Xbox Game Pass day and date, which is which is bonkers. Uh, I'll, st- I'll start for it with Crispy. Crispy, did you get a chance to watch the video? And is has this moved into uh, a, a more uh, you know uh, likely candidate for Game of the Year next year? Now, again, we know twenty twenty three is packed, but this game is looking Redfall's looking amazing, dude. You know, this, this game's been on my radar since you know we originally saw it. Um, just just one of those games when. You say, you know, this is why I love Xbox and what they do, and they're bringing a single-player and multiplayer story to you. Um, you you have – the one thing I'm intrigued about is how they make it somewhat seamless. Yeah. Um, and that's that's going to be something that, you know, please let the servers work right because we've been through this before sometimes, and I think this game's going to blow up because, you know, it does have a nice multiplayer element, and – you know, I think there's going to be um, a lot of uh, modes that come out over time from them because they really they they basically only make like a really good single player story. They really haven't dabbled in the multiplayer as much. Um, you know, Dishonored 2 was was uh, definitely a highlight game for me. That was really uh, something special. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where 
you look at what they have and what they've done and you say, okay, well, you're bringing newer elements, you know, kind of fighting vampires, which, I mean, we've started to see games, you know, go to the vampire route recently, but I just, I feel like they're going to, they're going to knock us out of the park with this and just it being in game pass day and day is going to be, you know, just so much fun because you just could play with whoever you want and uh, you just download it and, that's just something that I love about Game Pass. The the player base will automatically be there, and it's going to be something that we really, we really uh, get into. And I think a lot of people are going to be going back to it. I mean, a lot of people are, uh, you know, a uh, little questioning about certain games that have come in Game Pass, and they've done really well, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, they might have not seemed as triple uh, A banger quality, you know, but in the end, like they had huge player bases. I mean, just look at, you know, the games that have been in preview and, and are hitting tens of millions, like grounded, like nobody thought you're going to be, you know, tens of millions of people are going to be playing this. And, you know, it's just about to release, like, you know, technically, you know, but the preview was very, you know, interesting, you know what I mean? And that's, that's something that I think we're going to see more and more of from certain like games, especially, kind of groundbreaking multiplayer games they're gonna they're gonna try to use that preview as well because you know they really they do want to bring out a quality product and they want it to not be a, a mess when it's launched you know no oh, yeah absolutely and one of the things that's interesting is if you look at uh some of the games that microsoft has dropped uh that are multiplayer based uh specifically the two you mentioned sea of thieves being one of them and of course grounded uh, these games have seen unbelievable success and in a service like Game Pass that has potentially 30 plus million players uh, in it right now and only growing. And, I, and it's going to quadruple when the when the family plan uh, releases, hopefully uh, in this country later this fall. Um, it's it, it Redfall has an opportunity and, and it's one of the things that you want to see a new. Uh, first of all, it's a new IP, right, which is great. Uh, it's a it's an IP that's going to celebrate multiplayer, but also give a single player experience that is a solid, uh, you know, portion of the game that's known from Arcane. Uh, and what a game like this does, launching into a service like Xbox Game Pass, is it immediately has a thirty a thirty a pool of thirty million players. Now, is everyone going to play it? No, but the fact that you can, in fact, go just download it and give it a shot. And find out whether or not you do want to play this game multiplayer or single player is excellent. And like I said, the more we see of this game, uh, you know, the, the, it, it already seems polished from what we've seen. I just, I, I just can't imagine it's going to look any better because I, like I said, we, we, we're, they said first half. A lot of people are thinking this game is dropping in, in January, February, and, and I would agree with that. But this is, this is, a, this is going to be another monster AAA release. And another reason to be invested in Xbox Game Pass, because you, just look at the screen, folks. I mean, again, there's no trickery here. What you see is what they put out there. Um, but listen, let's bring in um, Web Dave into the conversation. Dave, this is, um, you know, actually, Dave, before I do that, let me just catch mm -hmm. up on some, some, some of the Super Chats. We have Frantic Animator, who dropped, uh, before the show even went live, dropped an outstanding $2 Super Chat and says, Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. Well, thank you so much. Good morning to you as well. Thank you for the generosity. We also have Sith Lord, good friend of the program, drops an outstanding $2 Super Chat and says, Free select digital game with any purchase of the Xbox Series S. 
that's dope, ladies and gentlemen, because not only are you going to get Xbox Game Pass, and I think it's only 30-day card in there, but now you get a free game, which is a pack-in, which is we haven't seen that in years. That's pretty dope. Uh, Shooter2853 drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, Good morning, Boom, Mrs. Boom, and the excellent panel members. Please give me a boost as I am unwell. Oh, no. Reaction to the fourth COVID injection. Ah, dude, I'm so sorry, brother. I hope that you get a, you get a speedy recovery because, yeah, that's there's nothing worse than being sick, dude. Um, so hopefully you do, you, you know, you only have like a couple of hours, maybe a day of reaction, and then you're back to your, your normal self. Because, yeah, that, that, that does knock you on your rear. Um, but feel better soon, dude. Thank you again for being here. And, um, of course, the generosity, Chaos Might, who's been a member for seven months of Here Comes the Boom, says, my hope is that Microsoft makes a Killer Instinct 2 with also a mode like Smash alongside with Mortal Kombat style. That sounds interesting. Actually, we're going to get into that because Maximilian Dude, who is one of my favorite YouTubers, and and there's a reason why he has 1.51 million subscribers, besides being the fighting guru of of the uh, YouTube, he's a huge Killer Instinct fan. As a matter of fact, a couple of years ago, he started the hashtag BringBackKI, which exploded on the scene. He's been a big fan of it, a big proponent of it. And he put out a video just the other day uh, where he called himself, it's a crackpot theory. Those are his words. I'm not, I'm not putting words into uh, Maximilian's mouth. And we're going to talk about what, what his crackpot theory was. I think it's ingenious. And I'm kind of wondering if it's a little bit more than a theory. Maybe he knows something, but we're going to get into that. Uh, and you folks are going to be super interested. Uh, we also have a shooter drops an additional, wow, $5 super chat. Thank you for that, brother. He says, boom, hope your mom gets better, gets well, and Web Dave and family speedy recovery. Yeah, thank you very much for the for the, uh, for the additional super chat, but the, the warm wishes Thanks, and shooter. nice appreciate message that. as well, brother. Thank you so much, shooter. Definitely appreciate that. But Dave. Yo. What you see on your on your screen in front of you looks like a polished game. If you yes, if you told me this game was out now, I'd believe you. Yep. Um, this looks stunning. Again, there are some scenes that we've never seen before. There are some of the scenes that we've uh, that we have seen. What are your thoughts of what they put out there? There's 21 minute minutes of footage where they to- you know they had a, de- a developer interview with the four devs as well as some gameplay in the background. Has Redfall moved up for you in your in your excitement meter for 2023? Yes, it has moved up, and the thing that just keeps it keeps bringing to my head is it it's included in Game Pass day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna get to play this without any second thought. Just download it, play it. Probably be able to just stream it if I want to, which will be fantastic. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to play this game. And you know what? The um the detail and stuff that they put in. The, I love the video that they put out because it talks about different aspects and angles and and you know things they decided you know that they wanted to get in and and how they wanted to you know get certain elements in uh, and you know this open world but yet it's you know this kind of like a, a track of, of certain things you want to kind of accomplish and and how things you know and how and how you can actually get taken into these these other worlds and dimensions that the, the, the vampires, you know, create to, to rest in and you have to go hunt them down. And that gets so, so awesome and innovative. And I think it's going to be so much fun to play four player co-op. Get out of here, man. This is awesome. 
And what's interesting to that point, Mm -hmm. Dave, is that you all can be the same character. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I I think so, too. My doppelganger. Let's go, boom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready for it, man. I'm I'm really ready. And I'm I'm thinking that the that the, you know, the the cooperative nature being able to get in. I mean, and, and like you said, sometimes you just like playing single player. Well, you can do that. You can just get in, be single player. The weapon upgrades, the things you can do to, you know, to change your weapons around to what you like, what, you know, how you feel that you want your character to be. That's a win-win for me. Yeah. Looking forward to this extremely high. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think uh, we are uh, on the cusp of something special. Uh, and again, this studio, all they do is win, right? Like, I mean, just keep, all you have to do is look at their pedigree and realize that this is a first-party Xbox studio and all of their mm. games that they make moving forward are dropping into Xbox Game Pass. It, 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 it's bonkers. Uh, real quick, uh, Christopher Jetzer drops an outstanding and very generous $5 super chat and says, Boom, did you see the news from Gary Witta that PlayStation blocked Cult of the Lamb from Game Pass? Well, is that not surprising? Man, Sony just continues to just do some dirty things um and um you know the the old uh you know the, i know that last was it last week or the week before there were the word scared was used quite often when discussing sony's uh current uh feelings of what microsoft is doing with the industry and originally um i was I was one of the, one of the proponents, one of the rah rah dudes on Twitter that says, you know, scared is might be overplayed, uh, that it's really just concerned. But the more I see these kind of moves, maybe scared is starting to come into the conversation uh, because Sony financially is not in a position to take L's. Uh, Microsoft can; they have boatloads of and oodles of cash. Now they they, they don't want to post uh, losses. No one does. They're business, right? They're they're they want to make money. They are a conglomerate. That's what they do. But uh, it is pretty interesting the more that uh, we hear about Sony doing these things. Uh, I, you know, I mean, look, it, it, it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, they're going to continue to do these things, and we're going to have to put them on blast every time they do uh, and let other people know that this is going on. And uh, I think they are scared. I, I think when you when you look at the overall picture, how much money they're going to lose – on just Call of Duty, I saw someone post something, and again, I, I'm so sorry I didn't write the name down. Uh, someone posted something online that they're they're potentially going to lose anywhere between 150 to 200 million dollars when it goes into Xbox Game Pass. Because think about this for a second, folks. And again, I don't mean to get off topic here, but I I I I, I, I love the comment from the super chat. Right now, if you are a PlayStation owner, which I am, and a lot of people on the panel are, yep. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you if that's your only console, you're paying seventy six forty three for the next Call of Duty. Right. Because that's that's your console. That's what you own. Um, there is going to come a point where, uh, as as we all know, and again, reality does work its way into video game world uh, that things are sh- expensive as hell. Everything is expensive. Gas, cream cheese, boxes of cereal, rent, you, you know, you know, power. Uh, we, we have Con Ed. It went up fifteen percent, fifteen percent, because of the world the way it is. That's a lot of money when you when you compact a whole month of of, of electric and gas use, right? 
Well, there is going to come a point, folks, where Microsoft, and I've said this before, remember, remember, I said this. So when you see it, I I want the flowers, as uh, uh, Crispy pointed out with uh, Death Stranding. Um, There's going to be an advertising on billboards, on basketball courts, on baseball stadiums, on football stadiums, big screens. Play the new Call of Duty for as low as $5 a month in Xbox Game Pass family. It's it's inevitable. And, and, And if someone from their marketing department uses my idea and I get zero credit for it. That's all right. Take the raise and, and, <laughs> and the corner park, uh, corner office and the parking spot in the front. It's cool. But remember, I said that first, cause that's exactly how I would do it. Um, but again, we, we, we will cross these bridges as we do. We have a big show to get into. Uh, Jacob Novick drops an outstanding five out super chances. Hi, boom chat. And y'all Andre, uh, uh, Andrea found a spider symbol, on the suitcase picture Xbox tweeted before Death Stranding was officially announced. Um, okay, well, we're going to get to that because mm. <laughs> Spider-Man, folks, is not a Sony-owned IP. They have the rights for film, but they don't have the, 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 the cornerstone blocking rights for video games. What, what, what? No, they do not. They now that now that's a <laughs> well, we deal know. that might have been worked into, and I've talked about this before, into the the, the you know into the, the 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 sharing of the Spider-Man character in the MCU films. Maybe they you know maybe that's how they got this deal done. But we're going to get into that topic as soon as we're done talking about Redfall because I think that the next big one and Spider-Man is doing extremely well on Steam. Uh, it's it's their second biggest launch. And like I said, I, I have a strong suspicion that Spider-Man uh, is not going to stay just on PC. I have a feeling that Marvel is going to look at the monies that that could be brought the same way. I mean, folks, look, 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 just look at what MLB The Show did. It sold slightly more on the Xbox. Sold. Sold slightly more on Xbox than it did on Sony's console, the home console. And it was an Xbox Game Pass, and not in Sony services, OPS, by the way. But let me just get let me let me bring the the truck back onto the road. Dreadpool, we got a chance to see a lot of Redfall. Twenty one minutes. Now it wasn't all gameplay. There was some interviews with the with, with the uh, you know with, with the staff that are building what is going to be a AAA bomb released early next year. Had, did that video do anything for you, or was this already on your personal radar? Well, um, we've talked about how Redfall was definitely not one of my games I was interested in until the last one that they showed, and mm. they started showing some of the, the techniques. And I listened to a little bit of the devs then. Uh, this time around, I, I chose not to listen to what they were saying. I chose not to uh, know anything much more about it. I watched some of the video. Um, it still looks cool. It, it's actually... I'm, 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 turning the page as we speak each time you know i i hope uh they keep convincing people that this is going to be a good game because like i said it just it didn't seem like it was going to be my type of game um but now uh as we've gone it seems like it i might actually have fun with this you know and more and more is time well you you like multiplayer don't you i do and you like playing with you know people like like uh, like, you know like myself and other people in the community obviously wilmy hood is a big multiplayer dude shout out to him hopefully he's he's doing well you know he's had a tough time with his health uh and i know his show he came back this week which was awesome 
Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this looks like a game that you could crack a couple of beers open with on, while you're playing, sitting on the couch, playing with your buddies and having a good time or putting on your headphones, put, you know, closing down the lights and uh, having a single player romp. Yeah, you see, and that's that's the beauty of this. This is this is actually meant for both. And they designed it like that for both. That's that's what one of my biggest takeaways. The other takeaway is you can be the same character. You don't have to pick yeah. up the the one character. Like if you don't want to use someone, you but I don't got. Why am I stuck with this one? You can use it. That's awesome. Yeah, they have like certain abilities, you know. So and you're like, this is not my type of character. Like Apex, you know, certain people fight over certain characters. Yeah, you know, and then they're stuck <laughs> with the characters that they don't like, you know, now that they have a lot more characters to pick from, you, you have a better chance. But when they first did it, you didn't have a chance. So at least this way, I mean, imagine running with the same character, all four people, and just with the variety of ways that you can alter the character using all that to, a, you know, to the, the advantage, you yeah. know, so double, you know, double jumps with the, the, the little boost that they have. And just like everybody moves around and, and utilizes each part of that character's arsenal as a team. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it, it's, it's very interesting. Like I said, it looks great. I, I like the aspect that they're starting to turn into with it. Um, for me, I know some people have labeled it horror and I'm like, how did you get horror out of it? Just because it has vampires it does not make it horror. It's not a scary game. It's, 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 it's more of a shooter, you know? And when they first brought it onto the scene, it seemed very tactical with certain things and, and you didn't really get to see the gameplay and people were making stuff up with it. Now that we are actually seeing this stuff. And yet again, this is again, solidifying the direction that they're going with this. And it's very cool. Um, so like I said, for me, I'm going to give it a try. Uh, I'm not going to look at it and push away from it. So, yeah, no, good. Yeah, no, good. Absolutely good stuff. I mean, listen, like, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I have a strong suspicion it's going to release early this year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, got to give uh, a big shout out to uh, Jacob Novick because I have in front of me exactly what he's talking about, and I blew up the screen. I I, I don't have it to to show everyone on screen, but I'm looking at the uh, advertisement from Xbox Game Pass or well, PC Game Pass. Uh, and if you explode the picture on the briefcase, there's a green sticker that says delivery, bid, Death Stranding, PC Game Pass, August 23rd, 2022, thin circuit inside, do not tamper. And sure as shit, ladies and gentlemen, the Spider-Man logo is in the back. It is a spider that looks like uh, um, like a circuitry. But I'm looking at it right now, folks, and it's a spider. And it's the Spider-Man spider just made with circuits. Um, mm. Spider-Man is coming to Xbox Game Pass PC for sure. But I have a strong suspicion that's coming uh, to Xbox Game Pass uh, console as well. Because there is going to... I mean, look, folks. You know what? Let, let me just... Let's let's get out of this topic because I'm 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 taking the truck off road. Uh, let, let let's let's get Fuzzy's Bel- Belvedere's opinion on this, and then we're gonna get right into Death Stranding. You're uh, the driver, boom! You can take this thing yeah, anywhere you, you know want. You know what? It's it's crazy because I, I I I like order. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be straight. I get it. <laughs> so listen, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, Red mm-hmm. Fool, you, you're a multiplayer dude as well. Uh, you mm-hmm. play with a lot 
of people like Pong Soul and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 Nav and and mm-hmm. uh, and you know because obviously you're on their show and uh is is this a game did this 20 minute video or the 21 minute video that was released at um quakecon to open quakecon yesterday did it raise your your excitement for this game well my my excitement was already through the roof on this uh they didn't go into as much detail as i would have liked on like the the rarity levels on like certain weapons or talents Mm -hmm. and things but everything else was there like they they gave a little bit of the lore as far as like it's not your traditional vampires. This is more of like the tech, you know, man-made type vampire thing. And, and they went and discussed about the weapons as far as everything from like full grade military weapons that have been modified or modifiable to, you know, somebody used the garden hose and made a pipe bomb and, and your like a, a plastic tube, you know, pistol or something, you know, just random stuff that has been put together type of stuff as wep- uh, as far as weapons are concerned, all the way up to military grade. And then the fact that you can use the same characters is awesome because yeah. there's always that time where, I mean, you can kind of get away with having like the same or similar builds for like Destiny and even Anthem for that matter. But you can have the exact same character but have totally different like abilities and and skill trees and things like that. And then for those that are going to be like myself, probably playing daily where we might max out a talent, it doesn't just cover for your character. It can cover for all four characters. So like the cloaking ability that they had mentioned. And I mean, there's just so many little tidbits in what they talked about in that 21 minutes that it, my excitement was already, like I said, already through the roof. It, it's even further now. Um, there's just a handful more things I would like to see, but I can wait until the game is, you know, in my hands type of thing. So hopefully fingers crossed. It's like a a February release kind of thing. I know they didn't give like an exact month or anything like that, but you know, hopefully it's, it's early on as far as the, uh, it's definitely going to be in the first quarter. I mean, if you just look at the gameplay, if you just look at the game, that's extremely polished, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The, the overall animations and things like that. I, I like what I've seen so far, both from like the June, um, you know, like Xbox's E3 all the way up to now what they showed yesterday. So it, it, I, I can't wait. I I'm, I'm really, really enthused about this game and, and, um, yeah, it, it's great that they, it, it, with it being arcane, they even, you know, gave the, the hints that, okay, yes, it'll feel like an arcane game if you choose to play it solo, but it won't take away or, or doing the multiplayer isn't like a requirement, nor does it take away from the experience. And then you could still dive in, you know, team up with your friends and go ahead and, and, you know, help them either grind stuff out or, or you can grind stuff out as far as being able to get certain loot or certain gear and things like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. And I can't wait until this game comes out. I'm, I'm, more excited every time i see a little bit of it each time they they talk about it or show it so can't yeah wait. no me too uh it has jumped uh like i said i'm a fan of arcane um played uh i don't know about halfway through prey mm-hmm. didn't love it as much as the original uh dishonored i loved dishonored one i played through it twice mm-hmm. dishonored two oh man I, I i don't know what changed um the gameplay was very similar i just i mm-hmm. could not get into it i got a couple hours into it and that, that was about it um and uh death loop uh i was is amazing it yes. I, I mean again i went out and bought it full price full boats when it came out on the playstation 5 i got about maybe 
probably about a third through the game. I really enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh, and just realized, I, I don't know what made me stop playing. It wasn't because it was on the PlayStation 5, because obviously I play games there too. You want but the achievements. I <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I really want to experience it on Xbox, which we'll, we'll hopefully get a chance to do uh, this year. Uh, listen, let, let me just make sure the Super Chats have come in. Let me catch up with everything. Oh, Jose uh, Alavella drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, now here, just subscribe, love the show, guys. Ah, dude, Jose, that's awesome, brother. Thank you so much for uh, subscribing, and thank you so much for the Super Chat. That is incredibly kind of you. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize that, the, that that was the naked part of, of the game for that I had in here. Thanks for throwing that, pointing that out. <laughs> dreadful i didn't even realize oh my god that is funny um okay so let's uh let's rip this band-aid right off ladies and gentlemen let's let's get right into the redemption story that is death stranding uh death stranding officially released uh well the official release is coming the 23rd of august which is early next week it is launching and landing onto PC Game Pass. Uh, I've said this before. I think it's an incredibly missed opportunity that there are games locked behind uh, PC that don't come to uh, console, but plenty of console games go to PC. It's 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 if I have if I have a little bit of a criticism for it, it that would be it. Uh, and and again, at some point, I would imagine that Microsoft is going to find a way to allow you to stream uh, Xbox Game Pass PC games to your console. And when that happens, uh, I will then try to run through, because uh, I don't have I don't have a rig. Like, I, I don't have a, a PC that's strong enough to, or Steam Deck for that matter, uh, to run through uh, or, to, you know, to actually run Death Stranding because it's heavily graphic, uh, a lot, lot of big graphics on that, uh, on that game. I, again, I, I played through it. Uh, I didn't beat it. I have uh, 30 trophies out of the 63 unlocked, and I put 40-plus hours into it. Quite enjoyed my, my time with it. Originally, was not going to buy it. My brother bought it for he gifted it to me, and I was a little on the fence about it because, you know, it looked a little weird. But I actually, it, I actually quite enjoyed my time with it. But ladies and gentlemen, look, let's, uh, let's break this down. Um, now, there's, there's, there's going to be some questions. There's a lot of Sony fans that are upset by this. Um, you know, we've seen the videos, we've seen the emergency streams, we've seen the spaces. We we even seen some dude uh, threaten to blow up SIE, which is don't do that, please, please don't do. If you're gonna, if you want to say it to your friends and you're not recording it to put out there in the socials, I guess that's okay. I wouldn't, I would not use the word, you know, you know bomb. You know, it, it, you know, <laughs> in in 2022 because you know, listen, it's it's that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting here, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that now this is another Sony uh, game, first party game that's on Xbox. Obviously, MLB The Show uh, came out, and that was a bit of a strong arm by MLB. They basically told um, they basically told Sony that if they didn't make this multi-plat, they were going to lose the the the, the, the IP uh, through licensing. And Sony, well, you know. So, they did what they did, and they made money. They they made money because that's that's a, at the end of the day, folks. That's what that's what this business is, right? It's all about making money. Sony's a business, and I've been saying this for a while. 
Um, someone's phone keeps going off. I don't, I don't know if anybody hears that, but me. Um, no, but, I hear it. That's not me, though. Okay. It's definitely not, not me. me. Not me. Um, but no. it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, listen, let's 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 continue the conversation, folks. Look, this is not going to be the last time we see a game move over to uh, Xbox. It's just not. Um, Crispy, let let's break this down. Let's get your opinion on this. Uh, you know, on, on two points. One, Death Stranding officially launched onto PC Game Pass. Uh, it's it that's a big deal. That's a big deal. But again, this is this seems like a no brainer. Now I know there's going to be a conversation. Well, then why isn't Starfield uh, going on to uh, uh, PlayStation? Well, because the Xbox Game Pass is not. That's that's the problem. See, Phil's already said it. Our games will land on uh, platforms that have Xbox Game Pass available. And Sony said no. Nintendo said no. Now, is that going to change in the future? I honestly can't say because I think that it would be like bending not just one knee, but two knees uh, and potentially landing on those knees if Sony did that because they have their own competing streaming service, which if you're new to Sony and you're just finding Sony PlayStation for the first time, their offerings are bonkers great. You cannot deny their first party games in there. They are unbelievably awesome, right? But someone like myself, I have the service. I'm a premium member. I, I upgraded for 33 bucks. I've talked about this before. Sony sent me an email, say 33 bucks will give you what will keep you um uh you know in the service for a premium tier uh until uh the 24th of February. I'm like, okay, why not? I was gonna buy Stray, which by the way, Stray is amazing. Uh, I absolutely love Stray. Um, but Sony, you'll you'll never see any of Microsoft's games on Sony because they won't allow Xbox Game Pass, and that's that that's just what that's what just that, that's what that's what's happening. Now, Sony, on the other hand, well, they're trying to make money. They are a business, and I don't think you're going to see God of War on Xbox. I don't think you're going to see The Last of Us on Xbox. No, but I I can see a world where Spider Man 2018 and potentially Miles Morales land onto Xbox. Now, is that going to be locked behind PC? I don't know. We've seen it with Death Stranding. It is locked behind PC, but it's Xbox Game Pass. And that's the other thing. Let's not get ridiculous and split this up. Xbox Game Pass is a platform. Now, there are two, there, there are two rooms. There's PC and there's, there's, there's console, but it's the same platform, uh, which is why I get a little annoyed that one gets it and the other one doesn't. But that's fine. That, that is fine. Um, crispy. Let's talk about Death Stranding landing on uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC, and let's find out your thoughts on what, what I just saw for myself and anyone that wants to go look. Just blow up the picture. You'll see the, the, the spider behind the words that looks like the Spider-Man logo. Is Spider-Man going to come to Xbox? Well, Death Stranding, uh, love how we went full circle, boom, quite funny. Um, <laughs> just the other day we were talking about this, and, you know, technically we weren't confirmed, but, uh, you know, we went with uh, Boom's gut, and now I can hear King David laughing in the other room. Um, <laughs> this, is, this has gotten to a point where you can expect anything that is, you know, potentially, uh, I would say, not complete first party of sony that could possibly come to at least pc game pass at this point in time and the one thing you say is 
you look at some of these games that have won in there, you know, that will go in there is games that maybe didn't do as well. Um, do I think we're going to see like even days gone over there? I don't think so. I think they're going to keep their IPs that, you know, are really just their IPs and theirs alone. Spider-Man on the other hand, technically isn't in the gaming part of it. So unless they strike a deal, which isn't going to happen with Marvel, they have to strike deals for every game that they put out. And possibly Marvel Disney might be like, well, MLB the show did really good and we want they really want mindshare they want people to recognize Spider-Man more and more and more because regardless of um, what you think the movies are only a part of it there's figurines there's the games you know there's a lot of things that you know Marvel has in an interest in Spider-Man with and also he's probably the most popular Marvel character and um, sure, would Disney love to, you know, retain that IP totally? Absolutely. So they got to play ball. So Sony's got a chip, but so does Marvel because you're in the gaming space more than Marvel has ever been. So let's uh, l- let's be honest here. They- they're playing a little, you know, handball right now. And, you know, somebody's going to have to give in at some point because they're just going back and forth until no end. And we've seen kind of, you know, I feel like Sony is almost taking, you know, all the IP that they own for the movies and they, they just, it's so convoluted right now. Like, yeah, the stuff that really involves the MCU, but like Morbius, that was a hot mess. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things. Like I think Marvel looks at some of the things that Sony does and they're like, why are you doing this? (laughs) So I think they could go and they might be like, you got to start releasing this in other places. So maybe it just starts at PC. And and I mean, are they going to say no to money? I mean, Microsoft be like, put it in our service. You know what? I, I don't you have know? a way to. I don't have a way to do a poll, but I want to throw this up there. And again, you know, be be honest, right? You know, if, if Spider Man twenty eighteen releases on Xbox, or is is that a day one for you? If throw one in the chat, yes, and uh, two for no. It's like for me. I mean, if it comes in the Game Pass, I don't have to buy it because I've already bought it twice. Like I bought the 2018 version, I bought the the one that came with the H, you know, the upgrade version with Miles Morales. Um, I, you know, I'm already in the bag. I, I platinum Spider-Man 2018, and I would I would absolutely run through it again. It was it's it's just ridiculously good. Um, but there are a lot of people. Listen to your point, Crispy. I think it's money left on the table. Spider-Man is the face of Marvel, right? Sony owns the film rights. The film has the films that he has been in have been doing unbelievably good. Um, to bring that game, 2018 Spider-Man, and potentially Miles Morales uh, to Xbox, uh, I know there's going to be some people who will stop port begging. I'm not begging. I, I have the game. I have it twice, so I'm not begging for anything. I'm just saying that for Sony, who is in a position where they posted some big losses. Whereas Microsoft didn't, they had losses, but they saw growth in their service, which is Xbox Game Pass. That's the only thing that they showed, they, they showed growth in. And their console has won three quarters in a row over Sony's PlayStation 5 in this country. There's something to be said about my, about Sony leaving money on the table. But please continue. And, and, and that's the point. I mean, you know, you just look at the Death Stranding thing and you're like, well, what it transpired. We, we always say we don't know, but that's the point. Like, they don't want us to know. 
You know, I mean, all we know is that Kojima went, you know, at the at the showcase. You know what I mean? Like Kojima showed up there, said he's working with Xbox. So then you're like, well, I guess everything's on the table now. And technically, you know, they're not. It's published by 505, not Sony. So, you know, really, it it could be 505s. Like, okay, well, we did our exclusivity. Now let's start one at a time, and let's start in the PC realm. And then when it probably ends up coming to actual Xbox Game Pass, don't be surprised. Um, it's it's one of those things. Like at this point, you know, Sony is looking to gain revenue and. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Their hardware division, including their TVs, not doing that great. I'm just saying. So they are relying on on being a great publisher because that's what they are. They, they are a great publisher. And they also, they take chances and, you know, they help lock this behind uh, behind their console for a long time. So, you know, I, I'm just glad to see that, you know, some people that haven't experienced it and, you know, even some of these games that have come out, you know, on PC in general, just Steam or something. People are, are allowed to play them now um, where they want to play. And, you know, I hope we go down the road at some point and, you know, Xbox Game Pass is on PlayStation and you never have to buy an Xbox. You like PlayStation, but you want to try these games out. I think it's it's a cool concept. And I think at this point, the way mobile and everything else has become more and more seamless and, uh, you know, the cross plays and this and that, I, I think I think we are going to get to a point where, Things are going to be uh, non-console warish anymore, and you're just gonna you're gonna have to accept that. And I'm cool with it. I, I don't know about some people, uh, you know, the extremists as we call them. Yeah, and no, I mean, I mean, good stuff. First of all, 400 people here live on the air in the chat for Friday morning's breakfasted boom. Please hit the like button. But more importantly than that is I am literally, folks, 23 subscribers away from 11K. If you're finding the channel for the first time and you are digging what we're putting down here, I do this four times a week, four live shows. Um, you know, usually it's four. This week was only three. Everything that we do on YouTube is put up onto the RSS feeds in Apple po Podcasts, Play, uh, you know, Google Play, um, all, all of your favorite uh, podcasting services, they're there. You can download it. You can listen to it. Uh, you know, just as 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 a, an MP3 file rather than watch it and burn out your phone. Uh, but good stuff, man. And you're making a lot of great points, Dreadpool. Let's bring you in on the conversation here. Uh, is this the last time we're going to see a Sony produced game find its way to Xbox Game Pass, or is this is something? That the the uh, the Sony, you know, as, as Crispy said, fanatics are going to have to realize that th there is a bigger picture here. You know, it started off with, you know, remember, folks, you know, I'm not making this stuff up. Jim Ryan himself, when uh, we, we believe in generations, right? And then went from generations to we're going to support the PlayStation 4 for the next four years. Um, what are your thoughts there, Dredd? Sony's going to become Microsoft's third publisher. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, what's 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 here's the thing, right? It makes sense certain games to not go across, but it also makes sense for certain games to go across, right? Activision um, is multiplat. Microsoft already said Activision is going to stay multiplat, right? Because they can't do it with it only on Xbox. So for the games, same thing can be said for Sony. Certain games are going to supersede when it comes to going multiplat. 
You know, it's going to make sense. You know, look at how well some of these games now that are coming to PC are doing. You know, it, they've hit a market for people that whether they absolutely refuse to get a Sony or play on Sony or whatever, but they want these games, right? So, you know, mostly, uh, I don't know, the Master Race guys that call themselves Master Race, but still play, you know, 1080p. But um, no shade there. Um, you know, but they're getting into these games, right? So they're playing Halo on PC. They're playing Spider-Man on PC. God of War on PC, right? So they're modding their um, uh, the, the Steam Deck yeah. with Switch games, okay? So if that doesn't tell you something... There's there's a need and a want for these games to be on other platforms, right? But if you do that, but you're still synonymous with here's here's the product that we produce and you can only get it from here or at least from us. And that's really where the market is starting to go. And I see it a little bit more and more often that some some certain IPs will become more open because but you could still only get it from the certain company right so that company's still making the money so if sony puts out spider-man who do you think made all that money off of spider-man on pc sony yep right sure did yeah. so death stranding going up to pc who who made that money sony, sony made some money right they didn't lose money it's not like they didn't get any money but let's see microsoft's paying for game pass so if your game goes into game pass you're getting money out of that right who's getting that money sony Right, five hundred five is getting their their share. Kojima's getting their share. Sony's getting their share. Same thing happened with MLB. Who got their share? Sony got their share for Game Pass. So it's you know, and that's the thing that the diehards are not seeing is business is business, and sometimes you just I don't know take that swallow. And just go with it. You know, whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens. You just, we try it out. And if this doesn't work, you know, then we move on. But this is working. So they have, you know, they, they see a direction that we're getting, you know, if you're already, ma- let's go backtrack, right? Jim Ryan said that they've already maxed out their potential from the ex- from the Sony sales from PlayStation, right? And if you're only getting so many people, we've already established that, how many people bought multiple consoles, but they still relate that this is what your consoles, you know, this is our power because we've sold this many consoles. Yeah, but you've sold it. You sold the same console to one person five times. So, you know, you actually have like a fifth of that. All right. So let's just say a fourth. So a fourth of that. But you still you still get 20% of your total consoles as your software sale for this yeah. type of game. That's supposed mm-hmm. to be a huge number. And it's not. It could be even bigger now that it's on PC, now that, you know, uh, if it goes this way. So when when certain games go third party, it just makes sense. I mean, why do you think Sega went third party, right? They lost the console war. Sony nickeled and dimed them out of everything. They couldn't get this. They couldn't get that because Sony paid it to be uh, kept off of their platform, you know, so between all this stuff and Sega doing themselves in, right? They didn't do it. You know, I'm not blaming Sony for everything, but Sony had a helping hand. Sega had the full hand in their pocket, not knowing what they were doing when they had 
the two different sides warring with the, themselves and they did it to themselves. Right. But yep. now they're, they're doing well as a third party. You know, they, they sold more Sonic anywhere else than they've ever had being console exclusive. So when these games go out there, it, you got to watch what the trends are. You got to see where we're headed. We're heading into a digital environment, right? How many people have digital games now? You know, whether you like it or not, if you're on Game Pass, right, you get those free games. Whether you like it or not, you're on Sony's uh, services, you were getting those free games and you're still getting them on these new versions of the services, right? So you're still getting digital games. Steam and almost uh, GOG, uh, what, what was uh, the other ones? Ubisoft, you know, all these games that you're getting on PC, all digital, right? So where do you think this is going? If you can still play these games with, I don't know, let's say certain features that are only available on your particular hardware, but yet you can still push it out there, why not? And then if you want those features, you got to get go to that hardware, right? So if you want that rumble or the force feedback, you want this or that, you go to the console side. And, you know, obviously PC is starting to you know pick up on that too with certain games uh, to give you the uh, the feedback. But at the same time, you know, PC is giving you different different options, and that's why people love PC because they they can scale their graphics up or down no matter if you have a potato or not, right? That, that was the going joke. You can run. Uh, uh, see if these on a potato. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, you can do that if you want. And that's, that's the beauty of this, but this is why digital games are becoming more and more uh, open to cross platform or, you know, you're still paying money to that company. And that's what people forget. So I don't see going Sony going anywhere. I see them expanding and growing and they're not going to be the same Sony as they were before. Somebody no, else. listen. That, that, that's a great point. I, 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 in fact, I have to say this is ridiculous. But Sony isn't going out of business. No. PlayStation. I know. I know. King jokes. He doesn't think there's going to be a PlayStation uh, Six. Uh, he said that live uh, on the air on uh, on Wednesday's primetime gaming, and he's been beating that drum for a while. He honestly thinks that Sony is going to go third party at some point. I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm not there yet, but I think that we're seeing a Sony realize that potentially millions and millions of dollars that they spend to produce these games is being left on the table for stuff that again i don't ever think there's going to be a time where we see god of war on xbox even even pc xbox game pass i i I just i just don't i just think that their their first party ips are too important to them uh, and I know some people are like, well, no, Spider-Man is a first-party IP. It, is it, though? I mean, that that's the thing. Yes, they own the, the film rights, but they don't own the toy rights. They don't own the video game rights. They have a deal in place where it keeps that game uh, exclusive for now. I just think there is going to be a time. And like I said, go to Twitter. Go to my Twitter account, at MrBoomstickXL. Go pull up the picture. You're going to see it. Blow up the picture with your phone. You're going to see the spider right there on the briefcase. Now, there are no spiders, at least I remember, in Death Stranding. So I think that is a subtle... And then remember, that's not coming from Sony. That picture is directly from Xbox. That's a dick. That is a straight-up poke-in-the-bear kind of a thing. And maybe that's an indication that Spider-Man is around the corner. I honestly believe Spider-Man is too important of a character to, to leave it onto PC. I, I think that is something that you would see come the way 
of Xbox. I don't think Sony would be the one publishing because they don't want to publish on Xbox. That makes perfect sense because MLB The Show wasn't published by Sony SIE. It was published by MLB, Major League Baseball. I actually can see that that game comes to Xbox. Maybe it doesn't come to Xbox Game Pass unless unless Microsoft drops a ridiculous, ginormous bag on them. But um, I mean, remember, I, remember I've always said deceptive uh, practices, right? You were always led to believe certain games are only on Sony. Yeah, well, that they, they've been they've so, been doing deceptive pr- practices for years. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And I could still see them doing that now, even with the third party uh, certain games going third party like that. Um, I could see Marvel or Disney's new right. uh, revamped uh, digital game making uh, division uh, actually publishing that game on Xbox. Yeah, and with with Spider Man, right? Everybody was led to believe, right? We've already gone over this. However many times you brought it up at the beginning of the show too, Spider Man was led to believe that Sony owns all of Spider Man, and it they don't. They do not. No, only you the know, film rights. Yet again, deceptive practices. So they'll lead, they'll lead you to believe this, and they'll keep on doing it because why? I would do the same thing. Of course you Seriously, would. Seriously, if it yeah. was my company, I would do the same thing. I would want my money coming to me, not to the competitor. But if I gave something away to the competitor. You better believe it's not being given away. I'm getting money for it, and it'll be enough to justify to to release it. And that's what they're doing. It's yeah. it's smart business moves, and people forget about that, and they get in the feels of, oh, they're they're not doing this. Isn't right. This isn't right. No, it's not right. But you know what? It's not right by the game business. It's right by the company suit. Yeah, and uh-huh. that's what people forget. You can't be rooting for them. You got to be rooting for yourself. Yeah. You know? Um, we've had other podcasters going, you know, uh, Fonz, right? Fonz Rally Gaming. He, he even said it, you know, or was it Fonz or was it uh, K-Mega? One of the two. I remember they were talking about it on their show. Um, you don't go to Best Buy and say, you know, what's what's the cheapest model that you have for washing machine? I'll pay full price for that instead. <laughs> right? You don't, you don't do that. You don't go around looking for, you know, you that know what I mean? Like mega. Yeah, I think it was mega, but it, it was brought up on Fonz's uh, channel too when, when he did the interview. But that's the thing. People forget about that, right? We got to think for ourselves. You got to want more money so you can spend more money elsewhere too, right? So if you want you want this stuff, you got to do that. But these guys are thinking for themselves too. It's their business and people forget that. So if it makes sense for them, it makes sense for us. But if it makes sense for them, they'll do it. But at the same time, they're going to make sure that you think that you can only get it on theirs. Yeah, you know, and- no, it's true. And, and, and they do that. It's business, folks. They want you to buy a PlayStation. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> what a re- well, my God, a revelation. They want you to buy a PlayStation. Of course they do. You know, console sales are, are still what drive Sony at the end of the day. Super important to them. Uh, I have a feeling that Microsoft is going to come back around to the importance, I, and I get it. Microsoft is there. Yeah, console sales not as important as users, and and they're doing some different things that Sony will eventually do themselves. Uh, and that's obviously we can play Xbox everywhere. You can play it on a potato. You can play it on your your your, your pewter, your 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 refrigerator, your phone, your tablet. Later on this year, in the in the, the Samsung TVs, uh, you'll be able to pop up the app, put a you know you know uh, connect the controller, and you're good to go. Yeah, Microsoft's playing. been playing. Microsoft's been playing hide the shell game too. Yeah, you know, they sure have. We're not yeah. looking at consoles. We're looking. Don't look over here. Look over here. This is where our 
users are, which is a good metric. You know, Sony's using the same metric. They're not counting that when they talk about their metrics, right? Yes. It's the whole Excel file where you, you shift certain things in the pie chart and, and it makes certain things look better and certain things that look bad or would make it look bad get hidden, right? You, got, you guys got to remember corporate stuff. You can manipulate the numbers, even though the numbers are always hold true, but you can move stuff around and manipulate the numbers and make them look different. Yeah, no, real quick. Yeah, that's good stuff. I know Super Duper uh, Man in the chat says, uh, talking about uh, if Microsoft were to cut WB Discovery a check, Zasloff uh, would be willing to potentially sell off the gaming license. Uh, yeah, that's that's something we're going to come back around to on another show because I think that that is definitely a possibility. Zasloff is now the head of WB Discovery, and he's been cutting people, even firing people left and right. They've been making big cuts uh, to try and save money because they are millions and millions of dollars in debt. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, listen, let's uh, let's get fuzzy in on the conversation, and we're going to move over to the big topic of the show, and that is what the H is going on over at Embracer Group was holy shit. They have <laughs> been on fire it was a. It was. A, it seemed like the whole world was a fire sale for them just the other day. We're going to break down uh, in an article that I pulled from Axios Gaming that breaks down exactly who they picked up, uh, and it, it, it's it's bonkers, folks. Uh, well, Fuzzy, before I get to you, brother, let me <laughs> thank a couple of people. Suicide Kings in the chat, uh, who's been a member for four months, says it's sad that the same mindset that degrades our politics is alive and well in gaming to even consider hurting someone over a game is crazy. Yeah, indeed. It's just games, folks. Uh, it's just games. Uh, Jacob Novick drops an additional five hours. Super chat and says, I didn't look into it before, but is, is it, but it's possible that, uh, it's just a green spider to fit the, the green game pass card. The game suitcase, uh, have a yellow spider. I mean, look, everyone's everyone's going to see the picture and your interpretation is going to be different than mine. If you blow it up the way I did, I have it on my screen. I obviously I can't share because it's just it, I can't blow it up that way. There is a spider. There is a Spider-Man logo behind the actual Game Pass announcement. And it's and it's and it's done in circuitry. And it looks like the Spider-Man logo to me. And again, I, why? Why would you what what does a spider have in correlation with Death Stranding? Well, there's nothing as far as I know. That to me is an early dig indication that Spider-Man is coming in the way of whether that be, be PC or or both PC and Xbox. I think it's too big to be left on just PC, but what the heck do I know, right? LMNOPO drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, I have to ask, is Game Pass PC seen as a separate entity uh, from console Game Pass? The answer is I don't think so. I think that it is a portion, but separate, no. I think because obviously when you play, when you pay for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you get both. So is it one platform or is it a, a, a split platform? I, I suppose that could be debatable. Uh, I don't think it is. I don't think it's split. I, I think it is just one platform and it has multiple arms. Uh, he also says, let me just see if I can find it. Where are you? Hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, here you are. Uh, he says, uh, perhaps deals uh, could prevent console, but not PC, as they could be seen as two different things. That's an interesting theory, dude. And I, and again, the only way we're going to know is if someone from actual Microsoft says something. Again, it's it's, it's certainly debatable. Uh, but thank you for the super chat, brother, and thank you so much for being here. But Fuzzy, mm -hmm. 
What are your thoughts on this? Uh, <laughs> is this the last game that's going to be coming to Xbox Game Pass, whether that be PC or console? That is a Sony-owned IP. I, I don't think it will be. I, I think in the grand scheme of things, now, bear in mind the timeline is probably going to be a bit further out for anything that would be considered closer to a first-party made game outside of like your MLB The Show type of deal. But when it comes to Death Stranding being on there, Kojima also doing a, a, a game for Xbox now, it just it kind of puts to rest a lot of the stuff that uh, people on, on the PlayStation side were shouting at Xbox uh, fans for saying, oh, well, Kojima will never do a game for you guys. And, oh, you'll never see Death Stranding on, on an Xbox platform. <laughs> so it's, it's now funny to see how that's come around. Same thing with uh, Spider-Man going to PC in general. But... Um, I'll I'll be the one. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or anything like that. But I I I used to be excited for Death Stranding when I first saw it, and then there was a trailer where they I think they're called BDs, um, where you were supposed to hold your breath so they wouldn't see you, but yet it attacked the dead body. And ever since then, it kind of soured my my outlook on wanting to play the game because it's like if that's a major plot hole to me. If you're holding your breath, then what's the difference between you and the dead body other than your heat signature? But uh, outside of that, I'll give it a try with it being on PC Game Pass. I have uh, a decent PC to play it on. But um, as far as any future PlayStation games, I I kind of think I think that spider thing was on their cases originally in the game. So I, I don't want to say that it is or it isn't a hint, but one thing that should be noted the spider-man uh 2018 on steam didn't do as well as i guess sony had hoped it only sold about sixty thousand units compared to god of war doing seventy thousand units so who knows if if uh good old uh jim ryan over there still wants more money and wants to reach more people i mean i wouldn't be surprised if eventually we do see it <laughs> or pc game pass i mean it, it only makes sense if you're going to put something on steam or the Epic Store. Why not Microsoft Store and PC Game Pass? I mean, that's more money in your pocket, and yep. you know, well, f everybody's feelings sold. against it. But you know, money is money, and it spends the same. So yeah, I, I I could see it eventually coming, along with some other ones that are going into the PC space. So we'll we'll see. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Only time is going to tell. Shout out to Game Pass Weekly, who's on Twitter, who said at uh, Double Barrel Gaming. Uh, and panel, I got to jump out to edit some videos. Y'all have a great day. Uh, thanks so much for stopping by, brother. Definitely appreciate that. And go follow them on Twitter. Uh, I believe it's at Game Pass Weekly. Uh, they put information on a regular basis of what's coming to Xbox Game Pass. So if you don't want to go searching for it, all you got to do is go there and check it out. Uh, and you'll go, you'll be up to date on what's going on. But listen, let's get to the big topic of the show folks. Uh, and I'm doing something that I don't normally like to do. I don't like reading from my phone. I, to me, it's a big no, no, but I, I do have, well, you know what? I don't have to read from my phone. Hold on a sec. Let me just bring up my email, uh, where I got this from because Axios gaming obviously is a, is a big, uh, you know, gaming website. Um, and, uh, that is run by Steven Totillo. Uh, he actually is the one that posted, uh, this information, and uh, let's talk Embrace Group, ladies and gentlemen, because my God, my God, they are running the gauntlet, so to speak. Um, we already knew that they were in 
the they're considered one of the biggest uh, houses that own the most developers. Uh, and they did something just the other day that shocked the entire uh, media and gaming world. And they went on a spending spree that was, I, I, I just, I, I can't believe it. Um, and uh, if you don't know who the Embracer Group Plus is, they are a Swedish gaming giant. Uh, and they, they fortunately or unfortunately for some, will not stop buying companies. Uh, and uh, this is what happened overnight, folks. Oh, according to the story, again, this is from Axios.com. Uh, overnight, the, the the vicarious holding company announced that uh, announced a half a dozen more acquisitions, half a dozen, six acquisitions overnight, including Middle Earth's Enterprises. Uh, that they they are the rights holders for the movies and games based on J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. And this is this is who else they bought, folks. They bought the uh, developer studio, uh, the Man Eater Game Studio, Tripwire Interactive. They also picked up uh, the retro game publisher, Limited Run Games. They also picked up Teardown Studios and Tuxedo Labs, as well as the uh, karaoke gaming tech company, uh, String Tricks. It even bought a PC slash console gaming company and won't announce yet for commercial reasons. So there is a there is an, a question mark here. Now, how big, ladies and gentlemen, is Embracer Group? Well, they're pretty damn big. Um, and here's what and and, and here's the skinny on that, ladies and gentlemen. They are currently the holders of 120 developers. Now, why? This is an interesting topic besides them continuing to go and buy things un unchallenged, unscathed, just, just going out there and they're just like a vacuum, like a Hoover, sucking up everything in front of them. It is pretty crazy that Microsoft, even though Microsoft's deal is the biggest in the company's history, it is the biggest in you know gaming history as we know it at near 70 billion dollars for Activision King Blizzard it's it's there there is something to be said or a conversation to be had the way the FTC has literally dragged their heels with this now again i i i get it it's a big deal and we saw when um Disney was acquiring Fox for the more specifically the X-Men rights more so than anything else X-Men Fantastic 4 you know to get those back under the MCU banner um that did take a it, it did take a while as well and that was a big deal that was a big deal uh and there was a lot of moving parts same way it is for ABK um but it's Star Wars too yeah oh of course yeah it's it's but but dread it's it's pretty ironic that this company this Swedish company is buying up as much real estate as they're buying up again 120 developing houses that's a lot of people that is a lot of talent and i you know i mean you know i was talking with uh Keosante just the other day and he seems to believe and i believe as well that they don't want to be known as the double a company they want to be known they they want to position themselves to be up there with the three bigs and that is microsoft sony and nintendo and they want to put out triple a bombs and uh, he said something to the effect, and I kind of agree with him here, 
that don't be surprised maybe a couple of years from now they launch their own console. And I wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me when you have this many studios making games, uh, specifically when you look at some of the IPs that they have. I mean, Tomb Raider is the one that jumps off the page for me and still breaks my heart that Microsoft did not grab that. My God, what a what a lost opportunity. But, you know, again, having Call of Duty first party having all of the studios for blizzard and having a and king with you know with candy crush and getting into mobile for microsoft is it's just it's just going to be printing money it's just bonkers so i know why they they couldn't make a move on it dread this is this is crazy this this is this is unprecedented this year we've seen sony do some big deals we've seen microsoft announce a big deal embrace it just continues to dominate the new space and add a ton of additional developers now at sitting at 120 development houses i mean wow what are your thoughts on these moves oh yeah i just got off the phone with mr biden uh president biden and, oh, oh uh, did you call him did he take your call yeah, yeah he did oh, actually um i didn't understand him but he was um <laughs> he, he he understood me i think i think um he sniffed my hair but uh, I, I complained about this, that, that this is a monopoly and this, this shouldn't happen. Absolutely. No. Has anybody said anything like that? No. Nobody no. said anything like that. It's it's perfectly fine. I personally, I have no issues with it. It's, yet again, it's companies doing what the, you know business. I believe that they are trying to do what's right by the IPs also. You've seen the IPs that they're coming out with. They're putting more into it. So hopefully... Um, they do justice by buying all these games. You know what I mean? Hopefully it's not a, a bad actor going in there and just destroying yep. all these IPs and all these companies. Um, but yeah, it, it, they're growing um, purposefully, right? They're buying good IPs. You know, they know that they're going to make money, right? Tomb Raider is a good one because you, yet again, you can still make money off of the movies you can, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff that they're, you know, the toy products. There, there's so many games. There's so much references that Tomb Raider has created throughout its IP. So it's a smart move. Lord of the Rings. I mean, come on now. What better or bigger IP than that can you get other than like what we talked about, Marvel and Star Wars? You know, you can't get anything bigger than this, you know. And yet again, this is another demographic that you can get into. And, and they're with the IPs that they're getting, they're diversifying their company. Yeah. So you, you look at that and it's like, it makes sense. They're trying to be the next number one out there. You know, it looks like it. They're look, it looks like they're trying to be like the next Disney, you know, so they could have their own um, game service. They could do that too. They're going to be big enough with all the IPs. They could actually do that better than Ubisoft has ever done. So it makes sense. Um, You know, it's just funny how easy it is. In the meantime, Microsoft and Xbox have had their hands tied with ABK and couldn't, you know, we all wanted them to get, you know, it made sense to get Crystal Dynamics, maybe purchase them and just bring them in. Yeah. Um, Well, they are working on uh, a first party bomb in in the form of Joanna Dark. So, yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And and then at the same time, because of what did I say before? Joanna Dark, Laura Croft and Indiana Jones put them, you know, like little cameos in each other's games or something like that or references. It would be it would be perfect because of the style of what they do. And it's just it just sucks that it's it doesn't it didn't happen that way. But guess what? 
it's good for those people that are in that company. It's good for those people that are making these games and their IPs can still stay alive because how many IPs have we seen with Microsoft that have stayed dormant, you know, and hopefully this is not the case with them that they'll keep it going, you know, and and for them to keep buying like this, they got to be making money and they got to be seeing the future and creating the future. So whether or not they make a console, a a service, they're going to be doing something. You know, like I said, they're diversifying too. So it's, we could probably see some more, you know, we could probably see a dark stark, uh, dark stalker. Yeah. Dark, dark. Which one was it? Dark siders. Dark siders. There you go. I got stuck on dark stalkers, <laughs> dark siders movie. You know, we could yeah, probably see possible. a CGI movie. I mean, they've already done it in the game. They got the CGI's there and just do a final fantasy style movie, you know, and everything right now, you look at how unreal engine five is, being used in movies right now and you've seen all the these guys making these games with the just basically teaching themselves unreal five so there's a lot of stuff going out there and for them to do that i i see it's beneficial for us you know and that's the other thing you know we got to remember it's what what are you going to do for us you know and it you know you're taking it away but maybe now we'll actually get some some um more exciting um, breakthrough games from these IPs. So it's just funny how it's not both ways, you know. People are yeah, it's, again, it, like it, I started. It is, a, it is a strange conversation to have. I mean, listen, the ABK deal is happening, folks. That that's a that's. I think we're in the final stages. Uh, King, myself, and many many uh, people in the community seem to think that this is going to get done before the holidays, uh, early November, potentially late October. Because you know, once we get into Thanksgiving, everyone starts going on vacation, and and and, and all the moving and shaking really doesn't get done until the start of the new year after January first, twenty twenty three. And I don't think that this this deal is going to take that long. I I think that there is a world where uh, Xbox Game Pass may not get Modern Warfare two because of the marketing rights that Sony uh, currently has, and apparently those marketing rights end next year. At least that's the running rumor on the socials. Uh, There is a world where uh, this year, if they can get the deal done before Black Friday, they dump all of these uh, Call of Duty games that are no longer under marketing right deals for Sony right into Xbox Game Pass. They launch uh, Xbox Game Pass PC, uh, you know, Xbox Game Pass Plus Family um, uh, this fall, and they drop the uh, Series S potentially to $199. And what you have there is a cocktail for uh domination during the holidays uh and that would be crazy uh crispy let, let, let's get your opinion on this dude embrace a group again i mean them a lot of these studios may not be like i don't know how many people paid to play the uh the uh the sh- um man eater game i i got 1000 out of 1000 achievements in that game that game was freaking hilarious to play i absolutely loved it and they are picking a lot of double a studios uh, but they have a couple of AAA bombers in there. Are you surprised um, that they continue to scoff up all of these studios now uh, leveling over 120 uh, developers, but more so their IPs? They probably own about 200 plus IP. That includes Tomb Raider. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, they're they're pretty sneaky, aren't they? They are pretty sneaky, and. The one thing, uh, just to clear up, okay, we all understand that Microsoft's a multi-trillion dollar company, and they are buying a 
major, major publisher. Um, and that's why the FTC is all up in arms. There does seem to be a little uh, mistakenness in the fact that, you know, they let Embracer just buy up. I mean, what they buy up eight already in the past year? Like, that's a lot. Um, at some point, are they going to actually say something and sit down and say, well, is this like becoming a monopoly? Are they do they have too much of the gaming space? It doesn't seem to be so. It seems like they're just going to let them do what they want. Now they do, they are smart about it. They do purchase companies um, and and IP and rights. Uh, generally, it's always under a billion dollars, which I think is probably a sweet spot for them to get um, some backlash from the FTC. So. You know, to say that they're just being sneaky and smart, I mean, you got to give them credit where credit's due. I do see at some point I'm starting to get this inkling that they are setting themselves up to be purchased. Um, Kaysante is laughing and, and giggling in his chair right now because he seems to think that that's Microsoft's big play. And as more and more of these IPs come in, um, you know, the Lord of the Rings now, like, Yes, it's kind of become a little dormant, but there's still so much story there and so many different things. And, you know, there's still opportunity to, you know, kind of, you know, develop some really good games again and stuff like that. So I, I just I got this weird feeling that, you know, you know, Microsoft's like, hey, we got the FTC up or you know what? Um, you guys, you know, Crystal D is there like Square's done with them like. You know, we know we could play nice with you guys, and that happened. You know, and and Idios Montreal. I mean, yes, these games didn't weren't super successful, but most of them were pretty critically acclaimed. I'm sorry, like that's where you know I I, I don't know. Sometimes the value of the dollar is is uh, too much for some companies. Like it just I feel like Square just basically trashed good games, and that's because they didn't sell well. Like. That's the one thing about Microsoft. Microsoft now is at a point where they don't care if a game sells well. They just want more subscriptions. Yes. You know what I mean? And and generally, you get those subscriptions, but then you still have people buying it. And also the way they're kind of playing this little DLC thing, and there's, you know, like the Hot Wheels DLC, it costs you $20. You know, but it's not like they're sitting there saying, oh, you have to buy the game all over again and screw Game Pass. Like, you get the base game. You know what I mean? So you choose to pay the $20 or not. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, and and a lot of people did. I think it's probably approaching two million people that have done it. You know, that's forty billion dollars or forty million dollars. So that's not nothing to shake your uh, head at and be like, oh, that's nothing. So what what Embracer is doing right now is just strange to me. Um, and it's it's something that I think down the road we will see it clear, um, especially when this ABK deal gets done, because. They are really they're they're not worth much more in, in uh, financial purposes than um, Bethesda was. They're not that much more money, you know. As a matter probably... of fact, I have their exact worth right now, ladies and gentlemen, right in front of me. Uh, their their stock is currently trading for seven dollars and twenty one cents uh, per share. Uh, their headquarters are are in uh, Vienna, Austria. The owner is Lars Wingsfors. Um, the parent company is currently Nordic Games Group, um, and their current value, ladies and gentlemen, as of today, is $8.85 billion. That's it. 120 studios deep. They're only worth 
under nine billion. Uh, that's you're right. You said you said it. That 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 is a Bethesda purchase from Microsoft potentially. And uh, what happened with Bethesda? It wasn't. And and here here's where the argument lies. You allowed Embracer to buy up all these, and now now you know. Let's say they sell to Microsoft down the road. Do you allow them to buy them up? We're just purchasing what they bought, and wow. you it's know an it's interesting one of those... theory there, Crispy. I mean, it's it's. Oh, it's I think I think me and Kay Asante are either going to take the hugest L in the world, or we're going to be sitting there like ha 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 ha, like King David would. But yeah, I mean. It's it's just they're lining up something. I don't know what it, and it could not be Microsoft. It could be just purchase in general, like highest bidder. You know, what I mean, you, you don't know, but I don't know. Like the stock price isn't like what uh, a huge like it, to have all those IP and just you know under ten dollars stock price. Like I'm almost I, I might have to go into my Robinhood app and start. You know, maybe, maybe, yeah, I, I, might <laughs> you know? I, may ha- I may have to invest that's, in that's a, a decent price yeah, right now, crazy. you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it just just keep that in mind down the road. I, I'm not going to bring it up too much because I could be dead wrong, but I think it's an in- intriguing uh scenario. I, I agree, I, I absolutely agree. Again, it's it, it's it's definitely food for thought. Uh, if you just look at what they've done, um, and like I said, I have the uh, the uh, the, the Axios uh. Uh, article in front of me and and just i mean again you just look, look at what they've done in, in the last couple of years it's just it's just crazy what they continue to do um but listen let's bring in web dave into the conversation dave embrace a group continues to buy up uh smaller studios um and they are currently sitting at 120 of them they but their ips that they continue to buy up are huge uh, and like I said, none huger, at least in my opinion, than Tomb Raider. Having Laura Croft, uh, considering how well the new trilogy did, uh, you know, is 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 that's big. And to have Crystal Dynamics, who made, in my opinion, the best Tomb Raider in the history of the franchise in Rise of the Tomb Raider, uh, coming back to do that, the 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 maybe it's a new trilogy. I don't think they're gonna re, re reboot the series. It makes no sense to reboot it even though it's it's owned by someone else uh they can continue telling laura's story there's a lot of there's a lot of story and a lot of lore in laura croft and tomb Mm -hmm. raider to tell um you know it makes you wonder right like obviously the crystal dynamics deal for perfect dark is still underway uh we know that uh we know for a fact that embrace the group has an incredible relationship with microsoft proper because a lot of their games are in xbox game pass uh, there's something to be said that maybe at some point when this deal was transpiring, Microsoft reached out to them and said, hey, listen, uh, when you start to make your next Tomb Raider, we want to lock that up as a console exclusive. Here's a bag of money. And that's a possibility. Again, we're not going to talk so much about that because that's just you know my opinion and hearsay at this point, but I could see it happening. Your mm-hmm. thoughts, though, on how they continue to just devour the industry, and what are your thoughts on Microsoft being you know, at the crux of the FTC and under a microscope when just, it, it does seem like Embracer Group is running crazy. Well, I think that the, one of the biggest things you, you just said was that, you know, why, why isn't Embracer Group getting more of a under the microscope? But I, I think that some of the purchases that they made, they're under that threshold that doesn't um, trigger an automatic, uh, I guess, an investigation 
uh, or look yeah, into from the, from the FTC. So those are probably, you know, just maybe the deal they got, um, you know, to, to, to acquire uh, the Tomb Raider franchise was, I mean, that's like chicken feed, really. I mean, it's like, what, 300 million? That was insane. And, and, million, and plus the, yeah, the studios that they got. Um, and then, and then this recent purchase, I mean, this is, this is the, this is the group that owns Borderlands, the franchise, uh, to, to Borderlands and all the, and all the amazing, you know, product that that puts out. So, you know, so Embracer Group, you know, has some, some big ones and now, and now Tomb Raider, but then, but then the biggest thing that they purchased, which I agree, Tomb Raider is huge, but they got the, not, not just the rights to the gaming, but all the rights to Lord of the Rings, like everything Lord of the Rings. And that is, I mean, talk about the precious. That's monster, <laughs> the, dude. It's a it's that's, monster. Yeah, that, that uh, there's so much potential. I mean, you know, because there's already a Lord of the Rings uh, TV series. There's there's the movies that are existing, um, you know, and then there's a new game coming out, a, a Gollum game coming out. Uh, you know, so I mean, there's there's definitely so much that they can, you know, that that, that they can just turn. I mean, that's that's a moneymaker because Tolkien is just amazing. Uh, all the the world that he created is just so much that they can pull out of that. Whether it be you know multiple different types of games, I mean, you know, there's already been some really good you know games that are existing now, but I mean, there can be you know can be a big huge new like MMO that could be, um, you know, just a strategy based, uh, fighting games, um, just all kinds of, uh, possibilities with, with just that, just that alone. So yeah, it's, uh, it's big. Um, it's monstrous and they are, and let's just say friendly with Microsoft because, you know, they're still working on, uh, you know, Joanna dark, and that's something that uh, you know, I mean, you know, they had to have a kind. They made they made it a point to say that you know that's that that work is going to continue, um, you know, with that franchise. So, to me, there's a, been a lot of talks behind the doors, and I, I think some more things, just speculation, of course. But I think that some more things will come out once the acquisition um, for ABK is is finished. That that, uh, that there's going to be more things come to light, um, and you know more possibilities um, for for the for the for the for the group. I, you know it's uh, they they're not a they're not a console making you know company not yet, but that doesn't you know I don't necessarily know that they want to make their own console, but if they could you know get their product in on Game Pass, man, that's a that's a money maker. That would be a definite money maker for them. And uh, and we'd all benefit from it as well, so I think it's I think it's a great thing. But I, I think it's uh, you know they're they're they have a lot going on. I mean that's you know there's there's some if you really start digging in to their purchases and then their you know and to to what they actually own, you know there's there's definitely there's some games out there. There are some companies you're like you know that's not a big game, that's not a great game, but but they have those teams that they can put to work on other big games to yeah. really put, you know, put the polish or, or, or to, to really, you know, put the work behind to, to get a product out faster and maybe more, uh, 
you know, bring more, more eyes on the, on projects that, uh, you know, to get them to, to, to be the best that they can be. So it's possibilities are endless for them. And like I said, I think there's a good relationship with Microsoft. So that, you know, that's a win-win for all of us. Uh, I, I know Kay Asante wants the big purchase and uh, I think it would be good if it did happen. I, I, I could see it um, someday happening, but uh, you never know. You just, Ooh, just just the future is so bright. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really is. Uh, listen, folks, I haven't forgotten about the KI uh, topic. We're going to get to that momentarily, but I got to say, a giant victory lap for Double Barrel Gaming. We have crossed eleven thousand subscribers live on the air. We are Congrats. at currently one eleven thousand fifteen <laughs> subscribers. Thank you for making that happen live on the air. I did this exact thing to hit ten k earlier this year on the iron lords podcast and here we are victory lap number two for 2022 now we just have to start uh, using the locomotion and moving to 12k and obviously that's this is a big deal i can't thank you enough awesome congrats bro thank you brother thank you very much thank you gentlemen definitely appreciate that that's 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 big that's absolutely big uh but listen folks we do have fuzzy to bring in and then we're going to talk about killer instinct because again maximilian dude who is sitting at one point one uh, 1.51 million subscribers dropped a bomb of bombs video the other day i watched it three times but just just so i can get you know my my mind space about killer instinct and i'm going to break down that theory in a second fuzzy can anyone stop embracer and are they in a position to work with someone like microsoft who has a streaming service that does offer day and day games could we see a Tomb Raider deal and are they going to buy any more studios? Well, I definitely think they're still going to buy some more studios. In fact, there's that one that was that undisclosed one because of commercial reasons or something, which leads me to believe that it it must be a studio that has an upcoming game that's releasing here fairly soon. So we'll, we'll see what that turns out to be. Like my original thoughts before they talked about the pricing was, uh, Maybe they picked up one of the WB studios or something. Um, or Square Enix. Like a, yeah, considering they have Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> considering they have Lord of the Rings, I was I was wondering, well, what about, uh, it's not Netherrealm, what, uh, Monolith. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if Monolith goes away from WB. And that's another one that they steal from under Xbox. But nobody's out there, you know, calling their, like, like, everybody mentioned earlier no one's calling their senators or any politicians to block this or anything (laughs) great you know it's not a monopoly i mean 120 versus xbox trying to get to 40 i mean come on you know (laughs) but yeah on a scale of on their their scale of things I, i would say they're positioning themselves to be in the same conversation as your eas as your take twos Maybe even larger. Like I, I, I would not be surprised in a few years if they do try to make some sort of console or platform hardware type of thing um, to have as their, you know, you know, source box for all of their IPs and stuff. But right now, I think they're pleasantly happy keeping things in like Game Pass, selling them direct to consumer, even you know, reaching out to like the PS Plus uh, service because there's a few of their games in there as well. So. They're, they're in a great spot. Uh, they have 
I won't say constant revenue coming in, but they have so many games in development that, yeah, they're, they're going to have a steady stream of income coming in. But, um, yeah, I think uh, Crispy and, and uh, K.S. Ante might be on to something when it comes to, you know, maybe them being acquired down the road or some of their, you know, recent purchases being uh, sold off to a uh, highest bidder type of deal. But, um, yeah, it's it's... It's interesting, definitely interesting. I, I'm. I know a lot of people are trying to figure out if they're going to be the good guy or bad guy in the grand scheme of things. Right now, they they're still on the good guy side, although they're they're starting to look a little little uh, threatening <laughs> as far as if if you're looking at uh, it from you know your favorite or preferred platform and and some of the you know studios that they're purchasing. But uh, yeah, I don't think they're done per purchasing if their value was a little bit higher i would say they would probably be the ones to take over ubisoft or possibly merge with ubisoft but yeah they're 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 about on equal footing with ubisoft right now as far as uh cost but ubisoft has manpower they definitely have a lot of uh you know developers was it thirty thousand strong so if they ever need more bodies and i hate to use that term as an old manager (laughs) in uh the call center uh space at one point uh if they need more bodies ubisoft has them to help them with developing some games so there's there's you know some potential there but man it, it hey more power to them Hopefully they stay uh, the the friendly giant of 120 studios strong and 200 IPs, and you know hopefully they keep on you know putting putting some some good ones in Game Pass and PS Plus, and you know maybe one of the major platforms picks them up later on. We'll it's see. it's it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Uh, we know they're bringing back a lot of uh, old IPs, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they are going to continue to uh, try to uh, push the needle of making them. A relevant conversation in gaming uh in the triple a space as well as the double a space folks let's let's move into killer instinct but before i do that gerald mack drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says how do the embracer group evade all of the regulatory businesses that uh, that go into buying studios shout out to double barrel gaming yeah it's a good question someone had put in the chat earlier that it's uh, the ftc is only for the country for this country um but you know, it's each 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 region has its own regulatory bodies. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how they're doing it. How they're just moving and shaking. It might be the pricing. I think um, uh, uh, Web Dave actually said that that it might be the pricing they're keeping under what has to be reported, and maybe that's how they're they're doing all these moving and shaking. Uh, it's 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 again. It's going to be interesting uh, conversation. And Smitty Smith, our good brother who has been a, a member, wow, for 29 months of Here Comes the Boom. Thank you for that, brother. He says, congratulations, Boom, for hitting 11K subs, the Book of X, indeed. Uh, big shout out to the chat who are congratulating me for that. Thank you so much. Uh, but listen, let's get into Killer Instinct and why this is a conversation. Uh, should it have been the first conversation? Maybe, but, but there's a lot of news breaking. And uh, Killer Instinct is uh, something that I have been banging the drum along with Maximilian Dude, for years. Uh, Killer Instinct was a launch title on the Xbox One. Uh, it was and still remains to be one of the best fighters out there. It is polished. It has seen two developers come and go. And unfortunately, it's a now dormant IP. Uh, it is one of the uh, the genres that uh, continue to plague Xbox Game Pass as missing or potholes uh, in, the, in, their, in their road. 
uh, family friendly games is something else I've been banging a drum. I want a kart racer um, for sure. I want a platformer and banjo kazooie. I've talked about that for years. Um, but fighting games is something that Sony continues to dominate the conversation. They have Guilty Gear as an exclusive, which is made by Arc System Works. Uh, and uh, obviously, they uh, they had Street Fighter. That is no longer a deal. Street Fighter Six is coming this year, uh, along with a lot of the other fighters. Uh, there is a new uh, Tekken expected, a Soul Calibur, I would imagine, at some point. And a lot of these uh, these uh, these games are not skipping uh, Xbox anymore because Xbox has become a platform that you just can't ignore. Uh, the bigger it gets, the more console players they have. People are going to want to put their games on their service as well. And Sony. They're losing a little bit of the grip of market leader. I have a strong suspicion that by next year, uh, you're going to see Microsoft potentially take over as market leader, pushing Sony to third place. I don't even think they fall to second. I think they fall to third behind Nintendo. Um, and uh, I think Sony is aware of that. And again, you want to debate me on that. That's not a problem. We can have that conversation. But the writing's on the wall. Uh, and Call of Duty is at the center of that. Uh, when Call of Duty is... or uh, is available on Xbox Game Pass next year or the following year for five dollars a month in fam- in the family plan. Sony is not going to have a, a a chance to, to unless they come out with a SOCOM that is just as dominating as it was back in the PlayStation Two era, where they can give Call of Duty a good run for their money. Hopefully they do that because I loved loved SOCOM. But let's reel this back in. What did what did Maximilian say on his video? And again, folks. He called it a crackpot theory. And he also promised that if it happened, he would gift 2,000 channel member subs. He would gift them. 2,000 of them. And this is his, his crackpot theory. Now, we know that Bandai Namco has a great relationship with Microsoft. And there has been rumors almost the entire 2022 campaign that Microsoft might have given Bandai Namco a shot to make the next Killer Instinct. And his crackpot theory that he posted on his video is just that. But it gets even more crazier that he believes that Arc System Works, uh, the the godfather of Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, is going to be the one making... This 2.5D game, which is exactly what Killer Instinct is. And to be honest with you, not only is it a madman's theory, but it is the best possible scenario. And if it comes to, re- to, to fruition, O-M-F-N-G. That is going to be an outstanding. Uh, Crispy, What do you see a world where Arc System Works, who notoriously works with Sony, who's not currently doing anything, could you see them taking up the mantle and bringing us a brand new Killer Instinct on the, uh, uh, under the uh, banner of Bandai Namco? Is is that a match made in heaven? Match made in heaven for KI? I, I could see it. Um, you know, it's one of those things like you know we 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 all go pie in the sky once in a while um i understand he's a big influencer but unless he knows something um it was kind of it definitely is a slightly random to say arc system works as a developer 
I mean, we do want, you know, Xbox to branch out a little more. I mean, they, they've kind of started that, you know, um, working with Avalanche and, and some other, um, you know, developers that, you know, they haven't worked with before. We've all speculated that, you know, possibly, you know, purchases down the road and stuff like that. I mean, the one thing is that, you know, Arc is kind of has a niche in these type of things. Uh, is it able to adapt to what KI is and hopefully not ruin the game for some people? Well, I, I mean, mean, it is a it is a two point five D game, and they do are they are the masters of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would not be a Guilty Gear game. It would be a Killer Instinct game with you know with the monster combos and everything that we that you know the ultra combos that we know. Ultra. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it's it, it it I see what you're saying. You know, and and that's that's you know it, it makes sense. It does make sense. Um. You know, like I said, if he knows something, then we're going to find out at some point because I don't feel because Microsoft's been so quiet about KI. I don't feel they're just going to let the, the IP die, especially. No, when it comes no, no. To... Phil, you know, it's funny you say that because Phil Spencer and Matt Booty actually just came out of Phil Spencer's mouth. He said that him and Matt Booty have this conversation yearly about Killer Instinct. And it's not about, uh, you know, do they want to do it? They want to do it. They just have to find the right developer to make it. And that's one thing I'll say. I mean, you know, Ark sounds like the right one for it. Um, you know, we just, I always caution myself when you work with somebody new or you haven't worked with, um, you know, we've seen a lot of stuff happen to Microsoft when it comes to that type of thing. Um, you know, killed IPs and stuff like that. So I'm cautionly optimistic about this, but you know, you just, you need to figure out KI because you don't really have an exclusive fighter or you're not considered, you know, um, in the same realm as your competitors for fighting games. And we need to start seeing something in the fighting genre hundred percent from, from, from Xbox. And that's, what's important to me at this point. Um, like even like, you know, going to like a smash style with all the characters that we have, would be would be pretty awesome and you know make it make it your own i mean smash has been out for you know over a decade and it's like you know it's it's starting for people to get a little repetitive because it is so similar um and i think ki is a perfect you know palate cleanser for some fighting enthusiasts you know what i mean and i think it's something that will really uh uh bring something different that hasn't been done in a long time you know, it's it's been almost, you know, what, eight years? And the way they launched, you know, the newest Killer Instinct was not smart. I'm sorry. Like, I, I used to love KI, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I got to purchase every character. Obviously, they changed that over time, but this is where I go and say Microsoft is willing to experiment. You know what I mean? And they, they did an experiment, and now it's time to give us a KI proper, as I like to call it. And I think, you know... If Ark's doing it, I'm intrigued. Definitely intrigued. Absolutely. Real quick, Justy Spud in the chat says something funny. Xbox has uh, a graveyard of IPs. They will be resurrected in the name of God Howard. I love it. That's great. That's good stuff. Uh, Fuzzy, let's bring you in on the conversation, brother. Mm -hmm. KI developed uh, by Ark System Works, published by uh, by Bandai Namco. I mean, for <laughs> me, that sounds like a win-win. What are your thoughts? Well, I remember hearing rumors before about Bandai Namco being as as far as one of the options, 
possibly working on a killer instinct but after watching maximilian's uh video it makes sense because i didn't i wasn't aware that bandai namco didn't always make their own fighting games it was a lot of times sourced out to other studios so that that's where this arc uh systems works comes into play and considering how uh guilty gear strive did and things like that i I would say it would be an interesting uh, approach. I still hold <laughs> hold a, uh, a special place for possibly NetherRealm getting yeah, involved. But, yeah, yeah, but if, if that can't be, I would be all for Arc System Works giving it a try. And, uh, you know, hopefully we see something of a killer instinct within the next two years. But, uh, I, hey, there have been crazier things like, if you'd ask anybody in the gaming space two years ago, oh, is Microsoft going to purchase Activision? Nobody. I, I mean, the closest I said was that Sarah Bond might go over there because, you know, they will offer a big check to run the company to hopefully build them back up. But that's as close as anybody, I think, would have thought as far as Activision being picked up by uh, Microsoft. So, you know, Arc Systems doing a... Um, uh, basically contractor work for a Bandai and building a Killer Instinct 2 for us would be awesome. I mean, yeah. I, 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 fingers crossed. Let, let's hope it's something along those lines if NetherRealm can't be, you know, put put to good use on that. but Yeah, yeah no, that, I agree. I, I, would cool. lo- I would love NetherRealm. Ed Boon would, uh, again, Ed Boon said something earlier this year that set the internet on fire. Uh, he, he was quoted in saying that He's currently working on something that is very, very different from Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that if he says anymore, he's going to get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I immediately equated that to, of course, KI. Because he's talked about KI. He's talked... He, Noob Sabat, or Ed Boon on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, has talked about KI so often as if he is the one developing the game. It's crazy how many yeah. conversations he has talked about this. Uh, and, and stirred the pot. I, I think there's something to it, but again, just let KI2 be amazing, and there is your character fighter. That is the opportunity to bring in Doom Guy, Master Chief, mm-hmm. uh, the pow- someone in the power armor for Fallout. I mean, uh, Joanna Dark. Uh, just n- name your favorite Xbox character. They, they could be in there, and they could see success the same way uh, that you see Mortal Kombat has with their guest characters. I mean, for crying out loud, they've they've had Terminator, they have Rambo, they have mm-hmm. Alien versus Predator. It's 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 <laughs> it's crazy how many how many uh, uh, you know uh, um, guest characters. And and again, it's one of those missed opportunities. If Microsoft doesn't do this, it, it is going to be just that. Uh, Web Dave, let's get your opinion on this. Uh, we'll get Dreadpools and we'll get everyone out of here to start your weekend. Uh, Web Dave, are are you excited to potentially see? Killer Instinct made and well published by Namco, uh, Bandai Namco, but more so made by the uh, the Godfathers of Guilty Gear. That would be cool, man. That would be that would be awesome. I mean, at this point, we're like, we just want that a new Killer Instinct. You know? Yeah, we, we and, need it. Yeah, and I, I guarantee you, they're not going to be as much time as they've waited on this. They're not going to be like you know. I will just have somebody make it and be done with it. I mean, they're really gonna put a lot of time. Yeah, this is this is going to be a, a well, uh, a, a, a heavily funded. This is not going to be here. Hey, take this bag of money. There's not a lot in the at the bottom, but try and make this work. No, they're going right. to do this. Is going to be this is going to be done right. Yeah, this is this is going to be something that they're you know, and that's maybe hopefully why they haven't really talked about it yet is because it's something that's you know 
in deep planning, uh, you know, the, a lot of a lot of things are coming together, and there, you know, and and there will be a time when we need to hear about it once it's uh, once it's uh, something that they could probably show. But for right now, they want to keep it under wraps because I mean, you know, because oh, we just big, don't, it would you be know, big news. Oh, yeah. it was super big news. I do wish that uh, you know that you would have the I guess the uh, the Mortal Kombat versus. You know, that would be awesome to have. <laughs> would be, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, even then, who knows if they can't, you know, make some kind of guest appearance thing and, you know, extra downloadable content later. That, you know, it could be, this could be huge, man. I mean, really, really, really big. And, uh, I, you know, it's a great game. It's a fun game. I loved the original in the arcade. I played it for days on end would go in, you know, especially in the summer when that thing came out, man. Go in there and try and get Orchid's uh, naughty move down. <laughs> and people be walking by like, what's that? And then she flashes them on the screen. Their eyes pop out of their head. And other people beside you are like, what the heck just happened? It's crazy, crazy stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's an amazing game. It's a great game, great fighting game. And like you said, it's, um, it's one of those that are, you know, it's, it is, yes, a fighting game. But it's unique enough that uh, that we need another one. We need a new, modern, high-end, high-res, high-graphic, um, super-fluid, high-frame rate, 60 frames or 120 frames. Man, do you imagine Killer Instinct just being fluid? Man, that would yeah. just be, oh, it would be so awesome. So I'm yeah. with you. Let's, let's, let's will this into being. <laughs> yeah, let's will it into existence for sure. And Dreadpool, close out today's outstanding new episode of Breakfast at Boom with your opinion. Uh, where, where do you see KI2 going? Do, do you think it's Netherrealm? Do, do you think that it, it, it is what uh, uh, Maximilian had to say potentially uh, being given to Bandai Namco, then them, then contracting the work out to Arc System Works, who is not doing anything at the moment? I don't know, but Platinum Studios is asking for a lot of work that they want to do for Microsoft. I wouldn't do. I, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't touch know. them with a ten foot blowing <laughs> right now. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Ideally, you know, we all love Mortal Kombat. We love the what Ed Boon has done with Mortal Kombat and DC. Uh, so ideally, that would be the the place to go. But let me read off some names for you and see if this makes any sense. Double Dragon, Ghouls and Ghosts. Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Mm-hmm. How about Battletoads? Right? Sonic Drift. Eh, we'll, we'll, we'll give that one a pass, but it's still, it's Sonic, right? So we, we all love that. And I'm skipping a whole bunch of other ones uh, as we go through the years. But then you hit Guilty Gear, all the different versions. Dragon Ball Z, which nobody brought up. Um, you know, and we keep going through here. And you, you see as we've gone, they, they have a history of making these games for all these publishers, you know, and a lot of these are, are fighting style games, uh, one sort or another. I mean, they've made, like I said, I, I mentioned Sonic uh, because of it's a, not a fighting game, but you know, the, uh, Persona 4, you know, uh, was it Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, right? So you, you got all these games. I mean, uh, River City Melee, you know, we, we've We've played some of these games even more recently, you know. So you go from the history of back in uh, 1988 that they've been doing this stuff till now, you know. And they, these are games that they've developed, all right. Dragon, uh, Double Dragon Four, you know. These are classic IPs that we all know and love. So 
it's it's a very hard toss up between Ed Boone with with the Mortal Kombat crew and and here, you know, uh Arc if if Arc either one of them takes it, I'm all in cuz yeah. I think right now Arc has a good staple. I mean, when it comes to variety, all right? So let let's let's think about that. A good staple in variety that they have that they've done. Now, when you look at Mortal Kombat, the variety isn't as much, and, and some people have had issues through the years with with what how they've done some of the characters and how come you know our favorite character isn't in there and and, and stuff like that. But they've had a long history and they've been a tried to true with Mortal Kombat. They've they've kept everything, they've made it fresh every single time. Um, can they do that with uh, Killer Instinct? I think they could, but yet yeah. again, right here um arc is you got a history here so yeah they do i yeah. i think with all those games that i labeled you, you gotta remember that there's a lot more games here that they've done than there have been mortal Kombat games so yeah um they could they could be the one but who's the one that's going to innovate that and that's that's what we gotta what we really need to think about who's the one that's going to innovate but yet hold true to what killer instinct is you know uh, what we got. People love this Killer Instinct, this this latest one. Um, some people didn't like the the direction it headed to. You know, and plus we had different developers working on it, which which altered the game as it went. But overall, it still stayed good. It was better than the predecessors in the arcades that yep. were ported over. Um, it was one of a kind on its own. So uh, it, it it's going to be a hard hard one to figure out because each one has has its pros and cons i mean i'm gonna just flip a coin and let it land on the side <laughs> no i agree i i i think that's a, that's a good that's a great way to put it right at this point who if if uh mortal kombat makers did it it'd be great if arc system work did it it'd be great but i'm gonna tell you this either or regardless of who is going to make the more ne the next ki it needs to happen. It needs to happen now. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be your breakfast with Boom for this Friday. I hope that you enjoyed the topics, the conversation, the banter. Uh, obviously, let's get to the outros and, and uh, we'll say a big thank you to... Uh, there was a super chat that came in from Jake, Jacob Novak. Drops an additional $5 super chat and says, Remember my question for Box and Burgers show. I asked that because I highly believe Xbox plan is to own all three uh, big ones. Ubisoft, WB, and EA. Congrats on 11K. Thank you for saying And that would be bonkers if they did. Uh, but only time is going to tell. Dreadpool, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media. But more importantly, check out Baking Breaking Bread with Dread. Yes, we're not baking yet. but You're not uh, baking we're, we're yet, but you yet. are breaking. Um, I, I am working on baking, too. So don't, don't. You know, don't spoil that part for me yet. Uh, so uh, thanks, Crispy, for coming in. It's been a long time since, you know, we've had uh, the Illuminati back here for, uh, with, with the, you know, one of the originals. So definitely thank you. Uh, eat more tater tots. So uh, <laughs> as always, thank you to the chat. You guys make this, uh, this show rock. You know, I love seeing all the good comments. Love seeing the interaction. Uh, love the support of the channels because I mean, you guys have pushed me up a couple, you know, a couple steps each way, and I, I see you guys uh, subscribing to my channel too. But I mean, congrats, boom, for for hitting the 11k. You know, so we, you know, this is a team effort, not just our show, but the other shows that Boom does and and produces. So you know, everybody 
you know, deserves a round of applause for helping Boom get there, especially the chats that show up and support Boom every single time. So for Breaking Bread with Dread, you know, you can find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I got a, I, ju- I just got a phone call yesterday, and I so want to talk about it, but I can't because I don't want to jinx it. So we'll leave it at that. Um, but definitely uh, check out Linktree.com, Dreadpool. It's got all the links, all the channels to, to everything. I'm at 461. I was at 464, but YouTube likes to take away numbers for whatever reason. But 464, uh, I'm sorry, 461 subscribers on my YouTube. So it's definitely growing. You know, so I got to thank everybody there for that. Um, Twitter, Dreadpool, and so forth. So uh, that's it. You know, you all have a good weekend, you know, and just share the hobby. Have a good Indeed. time with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Web Dave, you got a big interview coming out this Monday. Talk about where people could check out all of the interviews that you have done. And more importantly, reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media. Oh, man. Thank you, Boom. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, again, thanks to everybody in the chat for being here and for putting uh, Boom over uh, 11K. And uh, we're on the road to 12K now. So let's uh, <laughs> get our get our feet dug in. Uh, and if you and if anybody in the chat uh, gets a chance to go to my channel, it's Outbreak Podcast um, or OutbreakPodcast.com is our website. And definitely check out our YouTube channel. We're trying to get to, uh, to 1K. So we're working on that, but we'll get there eventually. Uh, and uh, the interview that uh, that is coming up on Monday is going to be the slanderous one. That's right. Everborn Saga. Nice. (laughs) It is a a really good in-depth interview. We really get uh, down and gritty and uh, and also uh, really talk about, uh, you know, where he came from and 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 where his uh, where his project is going in the future. So it's it's a really good interview. I think everybody will enjoy that one. So please, uh, everybody check that out. And uh, boom. Man, have a great weekend, man. Yeah, thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, Crispy Bomb, where people could find you on other podcasts, and more importantly, reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, I've missed this because we all just have great conversations. We do. That's, we just, this, that's this, what it this comes This is a great group to. of dudes, man. This, yeah. is a, this is a good panel. You know, and uh, boom, congrats, man. Like, thank well you, sir. deserved. And, uh, you know, he should be at 21K right now, people. <laughs> Get with it. Um, From your mouth to the gaming god's ears, brother. (laughs) (laughs) But it's uh, at Crispy Bomb on Twitter. Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Um, Tonight, I am a guest on the Xbox Infinite podcast on Risk It for the Biscuits channel. Check it out there. Uh, And then Retro Renegade, 7 p.m. Tuesday night. We got Primetime Gaming, Wednesday, 7 p.m. And, of course, the next podcast, 8 p.m. on Thursday, We'll see you then. Thank you, brother. And last, no way least, the best driver in the business who's probably cringing watching my driving. <laughs> Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can subscribe to your YouTube channel. But more importantly, reach out to you and potentially strike up a conversation on social media. Oh, just want to congratulate you, uh, Boom, on the 11,000. Well on your way to 12 and 20. And let's get them into 100K here. Not for, I love it. For, not, I get those dealer long. numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now exactly. Talking. <laughs> but uh man it was awesome being on here with all you guys and everyone in the chat man some some awesome gaming news all on the uh the horizon here and man can't wait but uh for any of those that want to just hear my ramblings on anything gaming just follow me on twitter at fuzzy underscore belvedere you can catch me on xbox ultimate at um 
9 p.m. Eastern time tonight on Fun Speculations channel, the Shop Podcast tomorrow night on PTK Blam channel at 9 p.m. Eastern, and FSP on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern time, and then right back here on Friday morning at 10 a.m. So can't wait until next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't me either as well. A big shout, big shout out to uh, 450 plus people that tuned in for today's show. Thank you for making this another successful Breakfast with Boom. I want to say thank you for the super chats that continue to come in and power the channel financially. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully one day be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me with kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I could guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.